1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: And welcome in for our number two. Got more fishing info to talk about. And also we're taking your comments, questions, and your personal fishing reports to share with our listeners on our text board, which is 504 2601870 and let's catch you up on what's there now We got this one says Don the pokey boats already have GPS tracking on them. All commercial commercial fishing vessels are required to have AIS which is automatic identification system. Anyone with an iPhone can track their current positions. Agreeing to only gaining another quarter mile to the current buffer zone is a bad deal and a clear indication where the state's interest truly is. In in parentheses, not with the recreational fishing community. Meanwhile, last week, the entire Texas coast adopted a new speckled trout, um, let's see, a new speckled trout regulation for their speckled trout population, which is a three fish limit is all you get. And the fishing community was thrilled about the decision. Have a good morning. Thank you. Um, I believe they had three fish in some areas, and if they've extended across the whole coast, that, that would be an update. Uh, I, the fishermen I talked to that fish Texas were actually happy with it. They said they're catching much bigger fish now, even though the limit has been reduced to three. All right, here's uh, Tony says, I fished the east side of the Mississippi River. Is there a map that will show the boundary? Is it a half mile off the Chandelier Island? It is a half mile from the double rig line. Um, it, there is a map, and it's available on the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website. I'll send you a link, Tony, after the show, and you can check it out And if you can't find it on the web yourself. All right, that's uh, about all we have right now. If you want to get a text in, it's 504-260-1870. I want to remind you about uh, the Sportsman's Package raffle that's going on at Double D Meat Company in Bogalusa. Uh, they uh, it used to have a big buck contest. They changed it now to where everyone who submits any animal uh, of any size, white-tailed deer, uh, feral hog, exotic, whatever you bring them, it will entitle you to a raffle ticket to win a 308 Browning X-Bolt white gold medallion. I held this in my hand. What a sweet gun. It's got a Leopold scope and a leather case, and the winner will be drawn April 1st. So if you've got some game in the freezer, you've been wanting to get it Protest. Bring it on up to Double D and be sure to uh, remind them to give you one of those tickets. And if you want to find out more information, check out their Facebook page. That's Double D Meat Company in Bogalusa. All right, uh, we're going to be talking to Captain Mike Gallo, getting his report. I had several people uh, wanting to know about that speckled trout regulation. What we're under now is a 13 to 20-inch slot, meaning you can keep fish within 13 to 20 inches. You can keep up to 15 per person per day. Now, they do allow two of your 15 to be over the 20 inches, and that is not per boat, that's per person. And also part of that regulation was if you're fishing with a charter guide, they cannot keep their limit of spotted sea trout while they're on a far higher trip. But they can participate in the fishing, such as trying to find a pattern, showing people demonstration how to catch the fish, how to rig up, those type of things. So... That's it on the speckled trout. We're still waiting on uh, a final uh, adopting of new redfish regulations. Have not seen that yet. All right, we got a break coming up, and on the back side of it, you're going to hear from Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. fishes like Ponchatrain, like Lake, Lake Bourne, Lake Catherine, uh, MRGO, Wrigley's, uh, the Wall, North Biloxi Marsh. He travels to find the fish, and he'll take you with him if you'd like. We'll be back to chat with him. Right after this pause on the Outdoors with Tom Dubuque, Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per
1: line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Mm-hmm. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: And in just a second, we're going to find out from Captain Mike Gallo what he's doing on a dark, drizzly, uh, dreary Saturday morning with a northern frontal wind system fixing a blow-through. But first, I want to tell you about Sito. They present his uh, presentations of his... Reports and I want to remind you if you become a member for $199 for a year, you get free boating, towing, fuel delivery, jump starts, and it's service on every boat you own, rent, or even borrow. Can you imagine that? You borrow a boat and it'll be covered if you're a Sea Tow member. You can get signed up today by calling Captain Chris 504 301 4545. That's 301 4545. Or simply go online and sign up at com. Captain Mike joins us now. And, Captain Mike, what are you going to be doing on this dreary-looking Saturday morning with a, a, a one of those almost a blue norther front approaching?
4: Well, Don, actually, I'm going to make my way down to the boat show and talk a little fishing and boating.
2: Oh, what time will you be there?
4: I'll probably get there around 10, maybe 10.30.
2: I will we'll invite everybody to see you. It's a good day for doing that. Did you get to fish during those good days we had this week?
4: I actually fished on Wednesday, had a sort of a unique trip, met a gentleman from West Virginia that has a quest to catch a fish in every state in the United States, and he was passing through. He fished in Mississippi on Tuesday, and we fished on Wednesday. Had a fair day. He wasn't interested in keeping any fish. I would say we probably caught, I don't know, 18 or 20, maybe 22 fish, all speckled trout. We caught them on plastics with a drop shot.
5: Mm,
2: very good. What size were they?
4: We had fish anywhere from, I'd say, 10 inches to maybe 15 inches.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, typical wintertime fish. Bite real slow?
4: Um, the bite wasn't too bad. Water temperatures were in the mid-50s, say, 56 to 58 by the end of the day. We didn't leave till about 730. We fished down in the wall area, fished those deep ledges into Mr. Go. And um, it was pretty productive. I was uh, pleased. You know, with such a – he didn't have a high expectation he wanted to catch one fish. And I said, well, I'm, I'm certain we could do that. I don't think we could – sink the boat and fish but i'm sure we could you know get what you want to get and uh he had a friend of his that was a professional bass fisherman that was on his way back from a tournament in texas and they kind of met up at the lodge there in slidell and we loaded up and headed on out had a fun trip had a fun trip
2: how does he, does he how does he document all those trips
4: he took some pictures of the fish that he caught, and I think he told me he's been to 38 states to this point. Wow. So he's got a few more to go. He's, he's already questioning does he really want to go as far as Alaska to catch one fish and Hawaii to catch one fish. But, um, you know, I'm sure when he gets close to the end of the road, he'll just – make it happen
2: i think that would be the two i'd start with <laughs> i've been to alaska 17 times and I, I would tell him man do not miss out on alaska if you don't make them all make sure you make at least that one that's a pretty interesting trip and then he had a, a professional bass fisherman with him too y'all must have had some pretty interesting conversations on the boat that morning
4: yeah a lot of good conversation he was sponsoring a non-profit that this bass fisherman was involved in and they got to be good friends over the years, and the bass fishermen, whenever they're in somewhat close proximity to one another, he'll accompany him on his trips to, you know, catch his one fish in each state.
2: How do the bass fishermen you take do when you bring them out saltwater fishing?
4: Oh, they do really well, Don. Um, you know, my story is kind of similar. I started saltwater fishing when I was a child, and my parents divorced in the late 70s, and my mother moved us to Picayune, Mississippi, and I had to fish and bug. And I just had to convert and learn how to bass fish. So I guess I have the bass fishing lingo. I can tell a customer, fish this like a pig and jig. And if he's a bass fisherman, he knows the technique I want him to use, regardless of what's on the end of his line. So it's it's actually helped me out in being able to communicate with bass fishermen or other fishermen on how to present the lures that we fish with so that they can be successful in our waters.
2: Yeah, and you know that most of them are very accurate casters, so that gives them a little bit of an edge. About the only criticism I could have of a bass fisherman, first time or uh, very seldom saltwater fishing, is they want to set that hook way too fast sometimes. Sometimes you got to let that fish take it before you set it in saltwater. That's true.
4: That is true, especially when you're fishing live bait. Let them have it a little bit.
2: Well, Mike, uh, it sounds like you, you, you're busy despite the fact that the the weather's inclement. I know you'll be fishing during the middle of the week. We'll be looking to get some of those reports next week. Uh, in the meantime, uh, how's things uh, booking up uh, on your calendar? If you got some open dates, how would people get in touch with you to maybe come stay at the Spots and Dots Lakehouse Lodge and then go do some of that, that good saltwater fishing you got around you?
4: Yeah, I was listening to Daryl Carpenter a little bit earlier, and I certainly believe what he said. It looks like we're going to have a little bit of early spring, and that'll kick things off. I got dates available in, you know, all the the really good times, May, April. I've got trips available in March. So, yep, we got captains to take you. We got lodging to house you, and we're certainly willing to put a smile on your face and slime in your ice chest if you're ready to go.
2: All right. I'm glad I got my date with you booked already. (laughs) Looking forward to it. All right, Mike. Hope everybody stops by the show and tells you hello. We'll talk with you next week, my friend.
4: Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you then.
2: All right. You can find him at com, or if you're familiar with my website, you'll see a picture of him. Just click that on. It'll take you there. Or give him a call. You can always reach him at 985-781-7811. All right. Coming back after this, uh, I got a text in from my friend, the Lafayette Yacker. He says, the rain and the wind has stopped. Oh, the rain has stopped. But the wind's picking up. Looks like the front's coming through in Acadiana. Uh, He can't wait for Captain Raccoon Feet report. Did he come out of hibernation yet? He's talking about one Captain Eric Mohabarak, and we do have him out of hibernation. He's next right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?
6: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: And it's time for our Paddler's Report, brought to you by Massey's. All three locations, New Orleans and also Baton Rouge and also in Covington. And one of our reporters is Captain Eric Muhabarak, who goes by As many names as I've ever heard assigned to a charter captain. Eric, how do you get so many names? They call you Captain Raccoon Feet. We know why. Uh, Captain Quint, you're the lookalike of Captain Quint from the movie Jaws. I've heard you called Dirty. I don't want to get into that. I've heard you called, is it Fat Boy or something like that? Yeah,
5: Fat Boy. (laughs) How many names do you have? i don't know they just keep coming up somehow i know don i can't i, I can't come up with, with, with i have no idea i guess that's <laughs> a sign of, of the, that
2: must be a sign of affection people love you and they give you a yeah name. yeah i hope
5: so <laughs> yeah well, well, listen what
2: so. tell me what's been going on at massey's
5: have you made it around there lately <laughs> I, I haven't been around there lately because i've been sick but uh they uh, they do have, I know for a fact, they do have two demo Hobies on sale right now that they're going to give a good price on. And uh, that's what that'd be. <laughs> it's a good price on them. I think it's out back, and I know one of them's a 360. So if you were interested in a Hobie, I'd get over there and check that out. Um, and they may have a. a a compass, also, now that I think about it, but uh, yeah, and they got some other stuff going on, you know, clothing and stuff like that. It's always good to stop and see what they got on sale and see what's happening, and you know, the rain gear and stuff like that. You can't beat it because they sell some of the top products of rain gear. You yeah. know,
2: they got everything they've got has got the the paddler in mind, plus a lot of the the really heavy stuff for people that like to go out west and go skiing. And there's not many places around here that sell appropriate clothing for that, and Massey's is one of them. Mm -hmm. We got the the boats on the bayou coming up uh, about the third week in March. I think it's part of that City Park Rodeo in New Orleans. Tell us more about that.
5: Yeah, that's uh, part of the Big Bass Rodeo, which is uh, the oldest uh, uh, freshwater fishing rodeo in uh, in the United States. It's uh, March 23rd, and that is going to take place, the the boat part of it is going to take place at uh, bayou St. John at 7 a.m. Uh, that's a, just pick a spot along Bayou St. John. They'll have some details on where you can't launch at. Uh, they they kind of bring it down to about uh, two miles or something like that. Um, but um, entry fee this year is going to be 35 bucks. Um, I do know that first place uh, for the big bass for the boats on the bayou. This isn't part of the uh, bass fishing tournament. Uh, part of the, the, the city park tournament. This is separate from the city park tournament. It is part. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's five hundred dollars there for the heaviest bass caught out of Bayou St. John out of a kayak, and then I believe third is three hundred, and then I mean second is is three hundred, and, and then. Uh, third would be, be 200 or 150. I can't recall offhand on that. But quite a few fish are caught. And last year, uh, our friend uh, Luke Beshlin, the frog lawyer, he ended up getting a 6 and a half pound bass out of Bayou St. John, which is an impressive fish. That's an uh, incredible you know, that fish
2: coming out of there, no doubt about it. I wonder if that yeah, was a yeah. catch and release from somewhere else that was brought in. Generally, the homegrown bass know. in that area don't get that big
5: yeah i don't know don i mean they they caught a six uh a six uh before uh out of there you know a couple mm-hmm. two years ago before covid they caught a six i know that so there's some bigger fish in there just people have to fish them
2: right right well that's going to be march 23rd entry fees 35 dollars to get in on the boats on the bayou and danica williams uh kind of heads all that up now and She's got some more yeah. information. We'll be giving more information on it. As far as going yeah. out and fishing, uh, you know, you haven't been able to do it. Have you gotten any secondhand reports?
5: The uh, only so secondhand report I uh, got was from Delacro, uh, catching some reds and some bass up in the marsh, using the ut- common lures, you know, the beetle spins or the spoons and stuff like that. Uh, also, I uh, did hear uh, from uh, 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 Leeville area uh, some fish were being caught. Uh, some trout and stuff like that. Um, you know, working stuff on the bottom slow. But um, other than that, uh, the only other thing I have is that they are catching some bigger bull drum uh, off the pier in Grand Isle and along that pass there. Also around the bridges, and of course you're going to catch a bull red while you're doing that. But yeah. that's something easy people can do. You know, with a crab and and get a piece of crab and throw it on the bottle or cut cut mullet something mm-hmm. like that, and they'll get them.
2: All right. Well, uh, hopefully you're feeling better and you can get out there next time and, yeah. and get some of those firsthand reports. And uh, are, you, are you booking trips now for the, the
5: springtime? Yeah. Yeah, booking trips. Yep, definitely. Just uh, give me a ring. Uh, look on Facebook, uh, at my, my, my Facebook page or Instagram, or uh, just give me a call, 504-313-8292. That's
2: the Louisiana Kayak Company. How many people can you, can you supply with kayaks?
5: I can supply up to six, uh, you know, but the ideal number is it, I, I like to take three, you know, three. Um, when, I get, when I get over three, I take an extra person with me who can handle, who's familiar with the area, and uh, he's also, you know, a guide, I'd say, that extra guide to uh-huh. help me out.
2: And what models do you
5: use? Of course we use the Hobies, the best that are made.
2: <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. All right, Captain uh, Quint, Raccoon Feet Dirty uh, Fat Boy, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Take care of yourself.
5: All right, Darren. Have a good one, man. Take it easy.
2: All right. That is actually Captain Eric Mohabarak of the Louisiana Kayak Company. Facebook's the easiest way to find him. All right, coming back after this. You know what time it is. Had a couple of guys uh, came over here to Louisiana from Texas, gotten a little bit of a bind. We'll tell you their story of our bad boys of the outdoors next on the Outdoors with down Dubuque Radio Network. All right, getting to our text messages, uh, Chris and Teresa, two of our regular listeners from Denham Springs. They love to fish those uh, white perch and socolay. Uh They said they've been hearing about a change in limits on Sokolay slash crappie at Toledo Bend from 25 to maybe 10 or 15. Uh, the, it's still 25, but there's talk about changing limits. They're doing an assessment now in a lot of places in the state on that fish and also uh, trying to study the impact that live scopes have on that. There may be a change coming, but for now, uh, still 25 is uh, best information I can tell you. All right, we also have uh, this one coming in. It says, no fishing today, going to hunt for a suit for a wedding of a special friend's daughter, but going down to the Mars Luquette Dulac camp next weekend. Good luck when you go. probably have better weather. P Money's checking in. Possum got that big buck she was after. Thank God. And the boys and he finished the duck season very strong. High water's finally getting here, and that cold snap really changed things. Time to start scouting for turkeys. Amen to that. All right, here's a question. Uh, Is there an archive where I can find previous Fish and Game radio broadcasts and listen to them? Yes, there is, but it takes a little bit of research. Uh, I will uh, text you the link to where you can find all of our previous shows. And if I don't get to your text, uh, I'll try to reply to all of the ones we get uh, sometime after the show. All right, here's a question. Does the one-half mile apply to mothership and smaller vessels? Very disappointed in the compromise. Sounds like another Louisiana deal. Well, the way that the pogey fishing works is the the ship uh, has to be right there with the the vessels. Uh, They encircle the net, and then they draw the net in, and the fish are taken out of the net directly onto the boat. So the whole operation operates together. The only thing separate is when they put a plane up to spot the pogey schools. Than the mothership and the vessel. So they would uh, normally be exactly right there together. As far as uh, disappointed, like a lot of people are saying, we don't know what went on between those closed doors, but I'm sure Charlie Kaplinger and David Cresson of CCA did what they thought was best and kind of took what you could get. I know there was a lot of fear because it's a very uh, influential uh, industry. They've got a lot of money. Uh, they, they they give uh, donations to a lot of the politicians and uh, I'm sure hopefully they, they made the right decision and we came away with at least uh, half of what we tried to get on the full regulation. All right. Uh, Don from New Orleans, where would the closest place be to catch crappie? On a consistent basis, I would tell you uh, around Pearl River, North Shore Rivers is good if you're going to the west, around Morgan City, uh, Lake Varette, some of those areas there. Here's someone going to the bank to get a loan to buy a sack of crawfish. I'm nuts. You know, had a friend of mine say they they wanted to get a few crawfish to, to nibble on during the Super Bowl. Stopped at a favorite grocery store, saw a little ten pound pack. Guess what the the price was? Ninety nine ninety nine for ten pounds of boiled crawfish incredible time to get the nets out all right we'll be back with a few more texts, but right now we got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with town Dubuque radio network well Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents senior agent Chelsea Moodry and Corporal Michael Treadway were on patrol in the Sabine National Wildlife Refuge when they observed two Texas men with five ducks laid across the bow of their boat the agent stopped the boat for a compliance check found the men to be in possession of seven pintails, of which five were intentionally hidden in the boat. The daily limit for pintails is one pintail per licensed hunter, which put them five over the daily bag. The agent seized all seven pintails, donated them to a local charity, who I'm sure was happy to get them, and so for their otherwise successful Louisiana duck hunt, it ends up, if convicted, making unintentional contributions to the state, also known as criminal fines for intentional concealment of wildlife and over their limit of pintails in the amount of $1,900 and a possible but very unlikely 120 days in jail, and throw in another $133 civil restitution for the replacement value of the pintails of 44-year-old Brandon Click of Orange, Texas, and 45-year-old Philip Hatton of Counts, Texas, are bad boys of the outdoors. Yeah, you got to keep count on all of those different species, and uh, the fact that they hid them under the bow kind of tells you they knew. All right, back to the text board. Let's see. We got John Terribone, He's with the Convent Hunting Club. He checks in with rabbit reports for us. He said they got a late season report. Most of the cover's gone. The Mississippi River's coming up and getting higher. They've been having some good rain. To Fill the rabbit holes up. It's been a season to remember, and they got two more weekends left to add to the totals. Uh, weather was clear when he left Ascension Parish, but they have rain still lingering in St. James Parish. Good luck to everyone out there braving this strong north wind. All right, here's one says Did you hear about the sculptor who started putting large, enormous statues underwater off the coast? That now prevents ships from netting enormous amounts of fish. Don't remember what coast it was off of. No, I have not heard of that. If you got any more information on it, send it. son of a Wego rat's got a question about coyote killing. Is it legal to use leg hole? And if so, a year-round thing, big packs howling nightly. Uh, it is legal if you have a trapper's license during trapping season, but... Uh, leg hole traps are not very efficient for catching coyotes. Coyotes are like the Wiley coyote. They really are, and it takes some special-type traps to catch coyotes. And I know what you mean, howling nightly. I got a pack, often uh, lights up right behind my back fence, and it'll wake me up 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. But sometimes it's kind of nice to hear it. All right, we'll be back right after this and uh, talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures, find out what's going on, D T R. That means down the river, the Mississippi. After this, pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And if you're wondering why we call him the plastic man, it's because what he puts on the end of his hook. He joins us now. Captain Ryan Lambert, where are you in the world this morning?
7: I'm in Burris, buddy.
2: Well, where Hello, you we should got, be.
7: <laughs> yeah, I got 34 people here, so we got 11 boats running, so we're busy.
2: <laughs> wow, y'all going out in this messy stuff this morning? Yeah, it's still nice. It's dead calm and...
7: uh. Just a, a light, light mist in the air, so we're going to try to get it out there before it comes in. It ought to come in here about 1030 or so, so... Uh, but then they ought to have their limit. You know, everybody's limited yesterday except for one out of 11, so that's not bad.
2: Yeah, well, you know, y'all are the last ones to get the front system moving through because we often forget how far down in the Gulf the, the Louisiana-Mississippi Delta extends. And, yeah,
7: we're far east, too.
2: Yeah, and so you got time, and uh, with the tide running like it is today, I think y'all will get a good morning trip in.
7: Yeah, the boys really did good yesterday. Uh, I think Luke had a limit. The trout. And the rest of them limited on red, so yeah, it was good.
2: Yes, it is. Well, of course they've probably been fishing on that east side, but is that going to be the, the trick today? Or
7: yeah, they are all going to go east because the wind's not blowing yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I uh, think every yeah everybody will go east today because they they hammered them. They just got on a few good spots and they took turns on them, and you know they all worked together really well. So made a lot of happy people. That's what it's all about.
2: You know, every time I come down to your place, I, I I enjoy driving past the row of, of trucks parked there and, and looking at the license plate. You got people from all over. What what's your, where's your crew from today?
7: <laughs> all over <laughs> the, uh, the the Texas uh, plumbing company, and they got guys from here and there. You know, they're pretty big, so. We we get them from all over the world. You know, most of the time it's southeastern conference, and then this time yep. of year we get a lot from North Dakota and South Dakota and the cold places. But but you know they come from all over the world. We're very very blessed.
2: Alabama's one of your big drawn states, isn't it?
7: Oh yeah, Alabama, uh, Tennessee, Mississippi, Florida. We get tons of people. You know, it's, it's so odd that we get so many people from Florida with all the fishing they have there, but. They want those big bull reds. You know, our fish are so healthy. And, you know, I can look on TV and I can see if they fish somewhere else besides here when they pick up a red. They look like they're made <laughs> with styrofoam, you know. They look unhealthy.
2: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and these big,
7: round, stud fish, you yeah. know, you can tell right away. And that's what people want. They want to come catch them monsters.
2: You know, is it finally, the secret finally out? You know, growing up as a kid, uh, we remember, you know, when you think of fishing, everybody thinks Florida. Florida's the place that's where all the fish, not true. Hadn't been for decades now. Louisiana's where the fish are. Is that finally changed? And when people across the country think about going south and going fishing, do they think of Florida still or Louisiana?
7: Florida's got the fishermen. We got the fish. (laughs) So I'd rather have the fish than the fishermen because there are so many boats in Florida. You got to get a number. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's amazing how many boats they have there. You know, I go fish there too. You know, they got snook and they got different, mm-hmm. different fish than us, but my, all my Florida buddies, they look forward to to coming here and get these monster mangroves and these big reds and snappers and the giant triple tails, you know, the things that, that they don't really have. You know, they got fish, but we got, like I said, our fish are so healthy because. The nutrients in the river that makes all the bait that's here. Our I, I, I water's alive with with fish and shrimp, and it's just always moving. You go to other places, you don't see that. Yeah. So we're we're truly blessed. I mean, with between the waterfowl and the and the fishing, it's a good place to be. I don't think you know. I was talking to somebody yesterday. Who said they're going to move up north as soon as they retire. I said, I don't think I could leave. No. I really don't. You know.
2: You know, if we had the, the, the infrastructure and the beautiful beaches and hotels and marinas and access, easy access like they did in Florida and our fish, boy, it would be incredible. But I guess we can thank our uh, limited access and infrastructure because of the, the nature of our coast, the to, to reason why we don't have all the pressure that Florida gets. Well,
7: the only thing we don't have is the beaches and the hotels on the beaches. You know, our, our access could be a lot better. You know, mm-hmm. uh, You know, I don't know the reason we don't have beautiful launches like just like in toledo bend you go up there and they got beautiful by, back down so beautiful big parking lots there, you yeah 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 i mean you just don't have it here you know it's, it's incredible
2: but things will change sooner or later they'll change yeah we'll, we'll
7: catch up with the world
2: <laughs> well you know you got to fight for that that pitman robertson money that's where a lot of that comes from you know
7: and, well i'm i'm on it buddy i'm uh I gotta go to Baton Rouge twice this week, actually, so I'll be up there fighting for everything that we we I sh- should have, but the the things we need to have to make us catch up with the rest of the world. So
2: no word on yeah. a new commissioner yet, huh? That, that final slot, uh, not, to, been... not to my
7: knowledge. You know, I just uh, I'm gonna go to the wildlife commission meeting and I'm gonna go to CPRA meeting this week, and, uh, and do my thing, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, try to fight for what we need.
2: Well, maybe your phone will ring with some uh, some good news. We hope so.
7: Oh yeah, we'll get it done.
2: All right, you guys have fun, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. All right, well buddy. Sounds great. Hey, if you want to go check out that Woodcock spot too, if you got some time, let's get together and maybe we can do that before it gets too late.
7: Okay. Yeah, I'll make a phone call. See if we go get that done. All right, buddy. Take care. I right, see you.
2: There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert, CajunFishingAdventures.com. Check him out. All right, we come back after this. Have you ever heard of Tuscan Troops of a Benefit, a wild hog tournament, uh, a la bass tournament? (laughs) They have official weigh-ins. Derek Poor, he's the director. He's going to tell us all about it. If you want to participate or spectate, He's got the info for you. He's next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. The fifth annual Troops and Tusk Hog Tournament will be taking place next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th with an award ceremony on Sunday the 25th at Don's Boat Landing in Erath, Louisiana. And joining us to talk about it and uh, give you all the information you need is the tournament director, Derek Poor. Derek, thanks for being with us this morning.
3: Good morning, sir. How you doing?
2: Great. If someone wants to participate in this, you got two divisions.
3: Tell us about them. Yes, sir. We have two divisions. One is uh, airboat and dogs. The other division is stand or night vision hunting. Uh, each team gets a veteran task from me. It's $50 per person. They take the vet out hunting for those three days. They bring us the hogs gutted. We skin them and weigh them and skin them, and then we donate them to local food kitchens.
2: So the hogs are hunted and brought in each of those days.
3: They can uh, they can come in hold their picks from Thursday. They can bring them in Friday and Saturday. The cutoff is midnight of Saturday. And
2: what are the, uh, the the entry fees? Where do they go? Who is the beneficiary of this?
3: Well, today is actually the captains meeting and the cutoff for re- registration. Uh, we've got a luncheon going on we've been up all night smoking some boston butts. so we'll be serving the teams up today going over rules and regulations and then uh from there we'll be tasking the vets out to them great
2: great and uh tell me what goes on at that award ceremony on sunday
3: on sunday we start around eight we have local vendors from around the area setting up booths. dj kent sonye is going to be playing music for us the first part of the day we will then have uh a luncheon around 12 o'clock where uh, we'll be doing the awards, we'll be doing the auction, giving shout-out to our veterans, to our teams. We also have Swampland Revival going to be playing for us as well on Sunday.
2: Wow, that's great. What time is all that get started if someone wants to come out there? Maybe they're not participating, but uh, they want to witness what goes on and enjoy some music and good food and maybe win something on your raffles and auction.
3: Yes, sir. Well, we're going to be – Starting around 8 o'clock in the morning, we do ask that people who are coming from the outside in, it's one canned good or one dry good per person or child. We take those items and we actually donate those to the food kitchens as well. Um, we open it up for anybody to come by, take pictures with the hogs, come see what we're about, patriotism, camaraderie, and fellowship where we're at, and selfless service to our community again.
2: Well, our Bayou Wild team uh, filmed with uh, Witt and West Weeks, a couple of LSU players. Uh, They went out on one of your hog trips with some of your airboat teams, and I think they bagged 35 hogs, and they haven't quit talking about it. That will be on a future uh, Tigers in the Wild TV show. What happens to all those
3: hogs that are brought in? All those hogs that come in, we uh, we gut them, we skin them. We put them on ice and water. We donate to local non-government-funded food kitchens, Uh, Each veteran gets to take two vets home, and then we also open it up to families to come in and bring a cooler, take a couple of hogs home, put them in your freezer. The rest of what's left over gets donated to Hunters for the Hungry, where they get it processed and they distribute it around the rest of the state.
2: What a great event. You're helping veterans. You're helping eliminate the feral hog, which is, a, you know, an epidemic stage in Louisiana and many other states, and you're providing for some really good entertainment. I got to tell you, I've done it hunting hogs from an airboat with dogs is is, is incredible. If you've never seen it,
3: yes, sir, that's a, it's absolutely a blast. All
2: right, so it's the last day today to sign up. If somebody's listening and they're hearing about it, said, "Man, that sounds like something I want to do." Where should they show up, and what should they bring?
3: We're going to be at the VFW in Abbeville, Louisiana. That's right behind the National Guard unit off of Highway 14. Uh, We're going to start. We'll be having a luncheon, but if they give me a call and they say, hey, I may not be there at 12, but I can be there this evening, they can get into contact with me. Uh, Just need how many team members? $50 per person unless they're a veteran. Veterans don't pay at all. And we'll get them signed up and get them in the uh, tournament. All
2: right, that's at Troops and Tusk. They can find you on Facebook. Give us that telephone number, Derek.
3: Phone number is 337-353-0047. We have a website, TroopsandTusk.com, and we also have a Facebook page of Troops, the little and symbol, Tusks. Give us a like, give us a follow, and you can shout out to us from there.
2: You're doing a great thing, Derek. We really appreciate it, the effort, and uh, thanks for coming on with us and putting this on to help the veterans, help the hog problem, and provide some good entertainment and fun for a lot of folks. We appreciate it. It's all the good, Lord, sir. I greatly appreciate it. Yes, indeed. All right, that's Derek Poor Troops and Tusks. You might want to just go as a spectator. It's going to be over there at Don's Boat Landing and starts early next Sunday morning, all the festivities. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, i got the Baldwin County teacher saying it's raining and chilly in South Alabama. Anybody going out, be safe. And this has got to be a longtime listener. It says, I frequently wonder how far you would be if you followed your dream of a singing career. <laughs> I'm going to let that sink in. And I'll tell you what, I promise, next week I'll explain that to the listeners, what that person is talking about. Old Man Sam's headed to Castor Creek Swamp, going to catch a couple sacks of those high-dollar crawfish. Go get them. All right, that's all for us. Thanks to Cullen Steele, our producer back at the mothership, for doing a perfect job. We appreciate it. We appreciate you joining us. Hope you'll be back again next week for another episode of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.